0: Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Find a Way podcast with Dusty. Thanks for tuning into this particular episode. Uh, wanted to chat about and uh, give you a week two update on intermittent fasting. I have been intermittent fasting for two weeks now, and uh, definitely have some uh, reflections. Uh, I think what's going on in regards to how my body's responding to intermittent fasting has been a lot more evident now versus any time before and uh, a lot of it circles around um eating window energy level and lean muscle mass um for me it's become um i've gone from a 10 to 7 eating window uh to an 11 to 8 and then also a um Uh, 12 to 8, I'm sorry, 12 to, yeah, 12 to 8, 11 to 7, 10 to 6. I've done all three of those to kind of see what works best with my schedule, going to the gym in the morning, making sure that I'm good as far as when I get home, get off work, stuff like that. And so what I'm noticing is there is a rush of when I'm in my eating window, I've got to get as many calories as I possibly can in that eating window. And this is why it's not necessarily that the best thing and probably not recommended for surgery patients because that that small we, hey, eight hours is, is a long time but that, that's a still small window compared to the 16 hours where you're fasted and so in the fasted state there is a lot of benefits um, that come with um doing intermittent fasting giving your gut the, the rest that it needs to process what it needs to process you gotta think you're gut, your stomach, your intestines, it is working to process and digest everything that you've been intaking. When you give it a rest, uh, when you give it a break, uh, there are benefits to it. And I've, I've done a lot of research online as far as before getting into it, um, you know why I would get into it. And I've mentioned that on a, a prior intermittent fasting update. But you know, big thing for me was oxidative stress. Uh, big thing for me was uh, inflammation and mental clarity. And I have noticed a difference. And it's not like you can measure. <laughs> you can measure um, inflammation uh, or uh, man, my oxidative stress is down this week. I, I can't really measure that. Uh, as far as mental clarity, I've noticed the difference. Uh, and, and again, this is. I've got to make sure that I'm not the placebo effect of, you know, if I think it enough, it, it'll happen. Um, I have noticed a difference, especially because my job is um, very focused on critical thinking at times. And so I noticed a difference there. As far as inflammation, I feel um, a more dry, uh, a more kind of, um, I guess, a lighter feeling. It's, I guess that's hard to kind of explain I I feel better in the morning waking up. Uh, I feel better. Uh, I feel like I've got more clarity. I'm ready for the day. And, you know, after the course of about a week, week and a half, I've really noticed that it's not that difficult to do the 16 hours once you get used to it. For me, it, it, because it's, maybe it's a system or it's regimented and I've been used to that for so many years now uh, since I started my journey, um, it, maybe it's a lot easier, but I, I find uh, uh, I, I like the regimented schedule of it. So I have noticed um, some benefits to it, but also and, and I'm weighing it in regards to, there were a few studies out there uh, from a study group that noticed a, decrease in lean muscle mass and obviously intermittent fasting if you go on it for weight loss purposes it is very effective I haven't been um purposed with that uh, I'm not you know trying to lose weight I'm happy with the maintenance weight I've been maintaining for years so I'm happy with that but um one thing I wanted to be a point is not weighing myself not hyper focusing on what the f- weight fluctuations were but just simply go about it uh, in a way of uh realizing the benefits away from the weight loss portion of it and so I in the eight studies uh, eight studies in the eight week study that I um that I looked into a couple of folks actually realized that there was lean muscle mass lost because of them being on intermittent fasting again I'm driving and (coughs) and uh, I'm just speaking so I'm sorry about the cough I was mentioning driving because I was just about to cough I'm going to cough again (coughs) (coughs) there we go. Um, the studies uh, that I looked into as far as the lean muscle mass, I've noticed the difference in, and I've been around since about two and a half years and I'm coming upon six years into my journey. I've noticed definition in certain places on my body. I've seen me a little bit leaner before. Uh, I have, um, been a lower body fat percentage. My weight has regulated based on muscle mass. I've grown in muscle mass, so I, I don't have as skinny of a look, but based on the uh, body fat percentage scale, muscle mass measurement, all that stuff, I've grown in muscle mass. So the weight uh, is different on the scale because of muscle mass. And I I was really concerned uh, in Kentucky because of the excess weight. And I think really a lot of that was due to stress. A lot of that ado was just weighing me down um, because things have just since regulated since we've settled in here in Tennessee and we don't really have that uh, stress of the moving company losing $17,000 worth of our stuff. Uh, you know, Half of our baby's items are damaged and, and uh, some of them are missing. The stress of moving, not having a house, everything in between really took its toll on my body and I think it was something that my body probably wasn't used to uh and all of a sudden it was like well we know what to do in stress uh and it retained water um i I tried to put the best food but i mean really when you don't know where anything is it's like well let me just order and um i i was very careful with that but kentucky and the whole moving experience was just very tough on the body and so You know, when I talk about doing um, this for the inflammation, oxidative stress, mental clarity, I'm trying to put myself in the best position possible to better myself or better improve myself above the normal, you know, the, the supplements that I take. When I talk about taking ashwagandha, taking turmeric and fish oil, all these are optional supplements. You don't have to take them, but I take them optionally because I've spent 30 plus years damaging my body with the extra weight on my joints, the uh, visceral fat around my organs. Um, I just, I put my body in a pretty bad state. So I'm trying to compensate or like better my body in the best way I can. And that's why I've gone completely kind of full circles because I'm really trying to help when I was hurting my body for so long. So I think in regards to intermittent fasting, I think it's going to be a 21 day and then I'm going to um, not go back to my normal eating window, but I think I'm going to shorten it. I, I think I'm, it would be really and I feel good about ending my meals early so you like a seven to' clock a seven o'clock in uh, time but then on the other side of it instead of waiting till eleven o'clock um really considering maybe a nine o'clock almost having a a fourteen hour window of eating uh, of uh, like a fasted 14 hour window because to me that doesn't come across too difficult where it's like oh i'm I'm on restriction because I don't want to have that I'm on restriction feeling um because that that's exactly how I felt with diets and and all the stuff that diets brought me I I don't want to experience that so for this I, I want it to be beneficial in regards to my overall health and my overall wellness and so if I'm looking at my overall health and overall wellness and an extended period of time fasted or giving my body, a, my gut, a rest from processing food, I've seen a real benefit from it. I've also noticed not as much definition that I'm used to when it comes to muscle mass and muscle definition in my legs and my arms. You know, is that the result of intermittent fasting? I, I, I guess it's something that I'm going to find out, and it's something that I'm looking into. It's it's a part of this process of me providing updates. That if you are in the bodybuilding space, I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, if you are in the um, if you're in the weight loss surgery community, I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, if this is really beneficial for those that want to lose weight. Um, that are really focused on tracking your calories during that time, uh, that don't have an emotional eating connection with food, but you're doing it for the overall wellness and overall well-being of yourself. So if you feel, hey, you know what, this is going to improve my overall well-being and wellness, then then I'd say go for it. Intermittent fasting, I think, is going to be for you. I think if there's any kind of emotional connection, food addiction, anything like that to food, it's going to be very dangerous because you're going to have a fasted state where it's going to be very restrictive. Oh, I can't eat. Oh, I can't eat. Mentally, that typically leads to a binge. Well, in the eight hours that you can eat, Uh, you're probably binging on as much as you can. So if you're doing it for weight loss, you've got a food addiction, food dependency, stress eating, and you're doing it for weight loss, you're going to dive in during those um, eight hours and and just binge because the restriction is so much with the 16 hours. It's, um, It's something that you can gradually get into if that's something that you feel that's going to work for you maybe do it for three days and see what it's like um i, I would definitely approach it with caution in the sense of i'm coming from the position of understanding that uh, a food addiction controlled my life you know stress eating emotional eating is still something that comes to mind that i have to navigate and work through and regulate and coming from that perspective uh I, i've it's a different mindset going into intermittent fasting, especially for weight loss surgery patients. You're already retaining minimal nutrients from the food. And so the smaller window of eating and a smaller now window of getting nutrients is, is gonna be pretty dangerous. And, and I would definitely caution against that. So week two, um, mental clarity, um, noticing a little bit difference. I feel lighter. Maybe that's the inflammation uh, feeling good in the morning, um, a little bit more kind of a better approach attitudes, a little bit better. Um, as far as, and I know there are three things at the very beginning that I mentioned and now I'm blinking, but, um, you know, definitely cautions, uh, lean muscle mass is, isn't there as much. Um, let's see. Stamina is, uh, there, um, for, for the most part, it's, it's all pretty much there, um, it's just I, I really feel that this is good for the overall wellness and well-being once you're in a position for that to happen and not so much in the uh working through the mental headspace of it so if like you're using this diet to lose weight or if you're lo- using this diet to uh, drop pounds make sure that you're checking in on your food addiction stress eating emotionally see if any of that's there because it could worsen it rather than help it so Hoping this help. Is there any uh, direct questions in regards to intermittent fasting? I'd be happy to answer based on my experience. Of course, there's a lot of research out there, but based on just what I'm experiencing, um, foods that I'm, you know, hovering around. I think week three, uh, update's update going to be the final one. And it's really going to be kind of a, um, what foods I've been hovering around, what foods helped, you know, what, where were the foods that I focus on the most, Uh, what I did, what I didn't do, and everything in between. Um, So I think that'll be a good recap at that point. Uh, But thank you for listening to week three. Hoping this uh, encourages you on your journey or gives you some perspective on someone that's trying intermittent fasting on uh, their journey. And um, that's it. That's all. Talk to you on the next one. Take care.